we tend to go into our old patterns because it's comfy, because it's a way that we have been growing our up because it's easier. So you need to force yourself a little bit into, no, I'm going to have that awareness. I'm going to start thinking in a different way and I'm going to do things. I'm going to live my life right now. Hello, beautiful people. You are listening. I am Mantuana, and this is your host, Patricia Manley. I am a first-generation immigrant, a mom, a woman in tech, an international speaker, a healthy living evangelist, but above all, I am finally myself. This is your podcast, a space where you can listen to stories and lessons learned that can inspire you to grow and become a better version of yourself. Real life stories that will show you that you can also be the person you want to be. Practical tips and wisdoms with no filters coming from the heart, always with humor and that Latina drama twist that everybody loves. Be ready for a lot of fun, but also a lot of empowerment, because if I can do it, you can do it too. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful people. How are you? How was your week? My week was very effective. I feel very accomplished in a lot of things I wanted to do. I feel that something kicked off in my butt and I start moving towards and making progress. A tiny, tiny little progress, but progress in things that I am planning for this year. So for me, it was really, really good. But did you know that there's this concept, at least in the UK, called the Blue Monday? And apparently that is the most depressing day of the year. And it's quite interesting. Apparently it's on the third Monday of January. And I was doing a little bit of research and I found that that started not long ago, about 2005, when a company that already doesn't exist anymore, a travel company, declared that based on some data that they have, that was the most depressing day. And that was based on the temperature, the weather, uh, the last time that the people was paid, uh, number of days for the next bank holiday, um, number of hours of daylight. And, you know, they put all those things together and they start talking about Blue Monday. But what I notice is that some way, somehow, yes, January is not the best month, right? And I don't know if it's exactly the third Monday of the month that things start being complicated, but definitely it's, it's a special month in that way, right? And what I'm talking all of this um, with you today, because one of the things that people tend to do is to worry a lot about what's going, you know, in the coming year. And yes, even though people like myself, we create these intentions, like uh, last episode that I, I told you about it, some people worry. And let me tell you a little secret. I am a recovery warrior. And you might like, what? Do you want, do you, what really are you? Oh, yes. And listen, I carefully say I am a recovery warrior, which means that I might sometimes go into that hole and 
accumulate a lot of worry in my head. And and why? Like, and I was just wondering, are you a warrior? Right? Because a lot of people live their life worry about everything and anything. And I'm telling you what happened like with me. I grew up in a house with one as a doctor, my dad, and one overprotective mom that live eternally worry about everything and anything. So as can you imagine being the oldest daughter, I caught and perceive all those fears that my mom as a first time mom had, which are totally normal, right? The problem was she got it like on steroids. I remember how I used to cry every time my mom was late for picking us um, from school. I was full of fears, believing that the worst happened, so she wasn't coming, and the teacher was going to take us to the police station until my dad was able to come for us. And this happened every single time, without a fail. And I remember because my sister and I, we are very close in terms of age. She was super cool and she was the the youngest and she was like, come on, are you going to cry again? And I couldn't avoid to have all those thoughts in my head that something, something happened, something bad happened and she wasn't coming. She wasn't good. And my mom was just late fashionably late like she is always well actually she's much better now but at that time she was always late for everything but I couldn't stop myself crying even though my mom was coming she was saying how silly you are obviously I was coming back I was coming to pick you up um everything is okay but I couldn't stop and this worry grew with me over years And secretly, I was eternally worried about everything. However, I never knew this. I never knew that I was a worrier because the payoff of being a worrier was greater than working on it. And actually, it was ingrained, is ingrained in my DNA, right? Like, this is the way I am. And my payoff of living with fear about the future, which basically, this is what what worry is, is worrying about something that hasn't happened yet, stay there. Because, you know, the payoff were higher. So what I mean about payoff, and let's see if you can feel related to this payoff that I'm talking about. So I was avoiding taking risk by using my worry as excuse, keeping me standing still and avoiding taking actions. Anyone? Anyone? Also, I was totally believing that I was a caring person by worrying because I was proving that I was a good daughter, a good sister, a good friend, a good girlfriend, because ultimately, this is what I was seeing at home with my mom, being a super caring mom, and then my dad, such a selfless person, always taking care of others, there were no doubts that this was the only way to show love, right? Also, I was sitting around thinking about things rather than doing it. This was keeping me sort of inactive, so easier than being taken action. A bit of analysis paralysis, just thinking about what a lot of what if and the negative sides of absolutely everything. I believe I 
grew up in a society where we focus very much on the negative side of everything. Our what if, we're always the what if this is wrong. And with this, you start creating your own list of worries, right? Imagine things like, and pay attention in case you have your your worry list, because I'm sure you have. And if you identify yourself as a worrier, there you go, you will have your list. So in my list were things like my job. So if you don't worry about it, you might lose it, right? Uh, My health. If you don't worry about your health, you could die at any time. And that is a big thing for me, still a big thing for me, and um, something that I am... Um, constantly working on that fear because I think it's also a fear in, in that area. And I'm doing the right thing. I always worry about doing things right. And in that way, I know I'm, I'm, I'm okay, right? Another part of my list, what others will think, oh, that was a big one, big one, big, big, big one. You worry about your friends not liking you. Typical, right? accidents you know you're always worried that my husband parents children's will have an accident is it is only natural isn't it like those are the questions that you have in your head and the list can go on and on and on like forever so you can have a bigger worry list definitely I used to have one that was bigger than this with all the things that you can worry about the reality is that by thinking about your worries you are focusing your attention in the future and you are not living what is happening now. Think about it. Think about it. Let me tell you about my mom and her worries. This is a funny story. So my mom comes every year and she spent time with us um, for quite a few months and we have the, um, the honour, let's put it in that way, that having her for like 10 months last year because of the pandemic and all that kind of thing. But every time that she comes, she comes for two, three, four months, sometimes six months, right? And every time that she arrives, let's say about a week in, she's staying with us. She comes to me and say, I just worry. Why are you worry? Well, I'm worried because like in three months, I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> and for the people, if you don't know, in Venezuela, my um, my home country, we have a very difficult economic situation, um, social situation, political corruption, and she's living by herself. So yeah, you can understand that she she can be worried. But how on earth are you want to be worried of coming back when you have ahead 90, 120, 180 days to get to that point? And it's like, why do you worry right now? So she, you know, is in Venezuela, worry about everything that is happening in there. And then she arrived here and a week, literally a week later, she is starting being worried about the price of the eggs, the price of the chicken, um, how much she's going to pay uh, for her flat. I mean, name it, everything and anything. And it's like, how can you not even sleep because you're worried about something that is going to happen in 180 days and you don't know what's going to happen there? I always say to her, seriously, like, why do you go to the yellow pages and trying to find a problem? 
you're here. This is what you were dreaming. This is what you were, you were really wanted to do for the last X amount of, of months that you were there. And then you're here. And then you're worried because you're, you're going to go back at some point. Yeah. So it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So I say, please stop taking the yellow pages to find a thing to worry about it. You are here. You are with us. You are going to be okay. And yeah, okay. She was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm not going to worry about that. But then she decided to worry about anything that is coming from friends, family, government. She worried about, I don't know, any other country in the world because she sees the news and it's a eternal cycle of being worried about it. So after my dad passed away, I realized that life is precious and your life can change in a matter of seconds. And it's a long story about what happened, but it literally changed our life in seconds. And since then, I decided that something needed to change in my life. I wanted to live every minute, every minute of my life without that worrying. And by worrying, I wasn't going anywhere. So something definitely shift, something definitely click into my head. And I decided to start working on that feeling of, of being worried about everything and anything. So if you're someone that like me worries about everything and anything, I have for you five strategies that hopefully will help you. Okay, strategy number one. Begin to view your present moments as time to live rather than obsess about the future. When you catch yourself worrying, ask yourself what I am avoiding now by using up this moment with worry. Big question. The best antidote to worry is action. So ask yourself that question, like what is the thing that I don't want to do right now to make me move, to make me take an action that I am just worried about stuff? Okay, it's strategy number two. Spend less and less time worrying. Catching yourself worrying might be difficult. And if this is so deep into your personality line, my case, it will. But practicing, by practicing, you will create more and more awareness. And then suddenly you will see how you will be able to like, hey, what I'm thinking about this. So when you catch yourself doing this, ask, is this going to worry? Is this worthy to worry in five year times like is that worthy to think about this in five years time i'm going to remember this in five years time and if the answer is no so move on let it go it's like it's not relevant it's not important it doesn't matter so really in this step this strategy is really practice that awareness of catching yourself because it's going to feel like it's a normal thought because you are eternally eternally worrying about things. So try to figure it out, uh, what kind of like, how you feel in your body or how, yeah, how you feel in your body, like those sick signs that your body or your mind start creating when um, you start feeling quite worried. Strategy number three, ask yourself this worry eradicating question. What is the thing that could happen to me 
of them and what is the likelihood of that occurring. Think about it. Sometimes you will discover the silliness of worry in this way, right? Like, yes, accidents happen. Yes, uh, things happen. But what is the percentage? What is kind of like the possibility of whatever you are thinking is going to happen? And then ask this question and answer yourself. Answer that question yourself. Imagine that you are with a friend and you are telling that to your friend. Like what your friend will be telling you. You can put in that sort of like a third person strategy and, and feel what that other person is going to say to you. Number four, ask yourself, I am going to resolve the problem right now by worrying. Can I do something about it if I worry? And that is a big one for my mom. Because I always say to her, okay, so you're worried right now. By worrying right now, are you going to resolve the fact that the price of the coffee, the price of the eggs are going to increment by 120%, by 2000%? Are you? It's like, no, but, but what? If you can't do anything right now to resolve that problem, why you are worried now? So yes, you potentially need to worry about that in the future or when that is happening. But right now, what is the point? If you are worrying about that right now, you're not going to resolve anything. So let it go. Like, you know, like in Frozen, let it go. And instead of being worried about that, if the answer is, well, it's happening right now. So think about the actions. So you're going to change that thoughts to an action plan to, okay, I have the problem. What can I do? For example, another example with my mom. At the moment, um, she needs to renew her passport. And you might find this unbelievable, but it's very difficult to renew it because there's no materials, th- things are closed, but there is a big number of stuff um, and things and reasons why it's difficult. And my mom has been worried about that since last summer and her passport is going to expire this this month I think so she was worried since last summer and I was like don't do that you are in another country you can't do anything about that right now I'm not worrying about it you know you're not going to create extra paper to make the little booklet you're not going to uh, allow people to open their offices because you are worried So why is the point? And I think she took that one and she relaxed a little bit. So think about that example. Um, And finally, number five, think about what happened if it doesn't happen. And what I mean with this is that usually with everything in life, there are 50% chance to go through the good path and 50% chance to go to the wrong path. So why we concentrate in the wrong one? Why we concentrate in the in the bad one? And that is also something that I always say to her, but say to myself as well. So last year when I was having my health issues, as I shared with you before, definitely I was really worried. And, you know, if you go to Dr. Google and you, in, you investigate a little bit with Dr. Google, as I call it, you can find everything like you're going to die tomorrow because you have... Um, you know, a little pain in your eyebrow, like, you know how it is, right? And then at some point I stopped and I was 
asking myself, like, but what about if what I'm doing right now, the treatment I'm doing is, is good? What about if the results came back like, yeah, it's all good. We are all good. Why I don't concentrate in that? And then I start moving my thoughts towards, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And if it's not okay, but what is the action I need to take? It's, it's totally fine. What is the action? But by spending weeks and weeks worrying about what if is wrong, I wasn't going to resolve anything and I wasn't going to live my life at that right minute in the right way. And I, I was missing a lot of things, right? Because my head was in another part of it. So I decided to focus into that area, into the good path thing. And guess what? It, you know, we went through the right thing. We went through the good area and everything is fine now. So there are so many techniques and strategies that you can use for eliminating worry in your life. But the most effective weapon you have is your own determination to banish this from your life. And that is a difficult part, right? Because we tend to go into our old patterns because it's comfy, because it's a way that we have been growing our up, um, because it's easier. So you need to force yourself a little bit into, no, I'm going to have that awareness. I'm going to start thinking in a different way and I'm going to do things. I'm going to live my life right now. From my life, it has been a challenge especially having a mom that is an eternal warrior. And by having these feelings so engraved on me for so many years, the challenge continued. And when all those worries accumulated in my head, I literally implement these five strategies. And they have been helping me to get rid of them completely, or at least concentrate in just a few worries. And when my mom come with too many of them, because sometimes we have chats and obviously she need to, you know, she need to express herself with someone and, and who else that the daughters, right? But sometimes it feels so much when you have a conversation and the 30 minutes conversation is all about a list of worry of things that she feels that she can't resolve or, you know, is the end of the world. And it's very, very difficult then because you start reviving all these thoughts and all these feelings about her worries and then you accumulate that and put that with your worries as well. So in those cases, I always say to her, let's take one at a time. The one that I know we can do something about it. And that is the one that we're going to take action. The rest of the problems, they will come where they need to come. So I try to calm her down because the question, I always ask the question, by worrying right now, are you going to resolve the problem? No. Right. So what is the problem that we can do something about it now? And if you want, worry about that one. And I apply that also into my life. When I have a big list of things I need to do and I start getting that feeling inside of me of starting to be worry, I just stop and, and then think, I don't want to worry about what's going to happen in a couple of weeks' times or anything. What is the thing that I can do right now? What is that thing? And then the other ones, I put it on hold. I put it in the parking lot. Let's put it in that way. And then I deal with each of those worries 
one by one, little by little. And I say always to her, like, I can't do all these things together. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't worry about all these things together. And she's always, yeah, 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 I know, I know, but, 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 but. And it's just a matter of deciding, you know, you decide if you want to worry or not about millions and millions of things that are going on in your life and happening around the world. But, you know, remember, worrying is like walking around with an umbrella waiting for it to rain. And that is the way that I'm seeing it. And by taking action, one, you're going to feel better with yourself because you know that you're doing something to resolve it. So you don't have these analysis paralysis that make things worse, to be honest with you. And you you will resolve the problem, right? And it's one out of your list. And then let's move on to the next one. So I read the other day a quote that I really like, and it's a worry does not take away tomorrow's trouble. It takes away today's peace. And to be honest with you, my number one word for this year is inner peace. So I need to find that inner peace. I want to keep that inner peace uh, with me. So don't do it. Don't do it. And I, I know it's hard, but start implementing these five techniques, five strategies, leader by leader. And let's see if the worry process, you know, smooth, is more, is it smoother or it start to feel less and less heavy in your body. And ultimately, just start living more the today, the now, because that is the only thing that we have. Remember that. What is happening right now is the only thing. So please, please, let's stop spending this precious time that we have right now into things that hasn't happened in the future. So this is all for me, beautiful people. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of the week. Please, you know, skip Blue Monday. That is not going to happen because I'm sure that you're going to implement these five, these five leader strategies to take action and actually see the rest of 2022 as an opportunity to live incredible and amazing experience. Thank you, beautiful people, and see you next week. Bye. Well, thank you so much for staying with me until the end. And if you like this episode, give me a like and leave a review so I can reach as many people as possible and share the love. Also, you can subscribe and listen to this episode in Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. If you want the notes of this episode, go to www.la-mantuana.com slash blog. Or if you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Lamantuana UK or join my community, I am Mantuana on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. It was a pleasure talking to you today. But remember, everybody has a Mantuana inside. Stay with me and discover yours. See you next week. Bye.